You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Pertinence are punctuated and alhamdulillah on uh, pertinence are punctuated. You're very fortunate and we are very fortunate in, on this segment that we have uh, alims of the highest caliber. So alhamdulillah uh, this evening, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, the Madina University graduate, he's a uh, alim, a lecturer, a motivational speaker and uh, very popular on uh, many Islamic uh, radio platforms uh, and uh, mashallah now and then called to talk to a businessman and of uh, all persuasion and but uh, alhamdulillah's translation from uh, english into arabic for uh, many business houses sheikh shuaib maida assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and tell me how are you doing this fine uh, beautiful evening wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my brother uh, Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the listeners of Marqa Sahaba this evening. Alhamdulillah, we are doing great. Allah is blessing us. And um, yeah, we can't complain. Uh, we can't complain. Uh, we in the new year, as everybody knows about it, and there's no complaint so far. Alhamdulillah. For us, you know, we count on casualties. But for us, we never get casualties because we do not party like everybody else who party and forget themselves, forget their own lives, forget their families. And forget that is uh, another day coming tomorrow. May Allah reward us for that. And inshallah, keep us strong in whatsoever we do, inshallah. Ameen, ameen, ya Sheikh Shoaibaida. And, uh, you know, the topic that we uh, are looking at, counting our blessings. And, you know, a uh, lot of people, they make special efforts to appreciate the good things in one's life. And uh, a lot of people forget uh, to even thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his bounties and giving them uh, the opportunity of living in this dunya. And uh, therefore, you know, miss out on uh, counting the blessings and thanking the almighty creator for giving them uh, those bounties you know, like the Surah Rahman, which says, So which is it of the favors of your Lord do you deny? And it's asked, the refrain is asked over and over. And, you know, Allah, is, there's a reason for that, for repeating it. And, you know, uh, 31 times, I think, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the refrain, so which is it of the favors of your Lord do you deny? Sheikh Shreya your thoughts on that, you know, the importance of counting our blessings and uh, making shukr to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ya Sheikh. No, definitely. Allah has taught us in the Quran al-Karim, which is a very blessed book of guidance for us as as human beings, that even if we try actually to put together the blessings and the bounties of Allah upon us, we'll never be able to put a figure towards that. So, you know, if you're talking about this one, I mean, in every aspect, he's giving us good sleep. We sleep in the morning. We wake up, we sleep in the evening, wake up in the morning, we have a shower, we know our clothes are dirty, we make sure we put on nice, neat clothes, we clean our houses, we make food and eat, and uh, that even uh, action of eating itself is a blessing if the food can be chewed and goes through the vessels where it has to go and settle in the tummy, and thereafter again there's another way where this comes out of our systems. I mean, all those are blessings of Allah that we can never deny. I mean, all of them, you know, even breathing in, breathing out, you take a walk uh, to the hospitals and see those actual breathing through life support machine, and you look at yourself freely, you got air flowing in and flowing out of your system really it's another big blessing chef you have your families together you have yourself together you understand who you are and you know your name and you know what you have to do 
when you get hungry, you know what to do when Adhan calls for you, and you know what to do when you meet uh, families and friends, and you know what to do when you go in the masjid for salah. I mean, all those are the bounties and the blessing of Allah that are very great that we cannot deny that we need to appreciate and praise Allah for. You know, the rest that we look we look for wealth and the rest are these are just minor things. But as long as you have your brain settled in the right direction, your heart pumping properly where your uh, blood is pumped throughout the body and your life is okay, it means that you got the biggest of blessings than anything else, Shaf. You know, Sheikh Shoemaida, you find out that uh, even uh, the uh, disbelievers and all, they look at people, they talk. I mean, the atheists in the end, you know, whenever if there's an atheist sitting in an aeroplane and it's about to crash, who he calls upon? Yeah. It's that fitra, that innate, uh, innate uh, nature of man. He, he will call upon uh, God. But, you know, scientists even have looked into, uh, you know, if you are, uh, you, you, if, if, you, if you're thankful for your blessings. And they, you know what they say, Sheikh Shoy Maida, uh, you know, don't necessarily have to agree with them, but maybe your thoughts. And they say, number one, it helps uh, you make more friends. And number two, it helps uh, strengthen the relationship between uh, couples. And number three, it improves uh, physical health. Number four, and a psycho a psychological health too. It helps uh, people sleep better. It reduces aggression. It helps cope with trauma. Uh, nothing wrong with that, Sheikh Shoei Maida? No, no, definitely. See, Shaf, uh, unfortunately, you know, this is our knowledge. This our information comes from us Muslims. So they just read it and actually reason about it and see that it works and they bring it up like it's them who invented all these kind of philosophies. It is for us Muslims, you know what? Uh, uh, if you show appreciation to me, I'm going to increase you in bounties. So all these among is the ones that you mentioned there about the bounties that Allah Ta'ala give us to show appreciation and actually uh, understand where we come from and where we're heading to. You know, as simple as that, Shab, once we understand that pattern of life, you know, really it makes a lot of sense for us. I mean, I mean as Muslims, you look at uh, how our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught how we must sleep. You know, when you're sleeping in the night, make sure you sleep on the right-hand side of your side. You know, so you have uh, the upper side, the, the left-hand side are sleeping upper, and then the right hand is sleeping uh, down. Why? Simply because you've got your heart on the left-hand side. And when you're sleeping that way, it means your heart is at ease and it can function proper without any obstacles or without any so if you sleep on the left-hand side, you wake up in the morning, you're tired, you're exhausted, and the rest of that, because simply uh, you put pressure on your heart to pump blood and get also the body is leaning on it. So there is a lot of boundaries that are there, that uh, some of them have mentioned, like they invented them or they studied about it. They haven't studied, they haven't invented, but they've gone to the Quran and understood and learned what the Quran says, and thereafter, they bring it up because they know we Muslim, we don't bring these things up so that we know it's part of our dinshah. You know, absolutely. Well said there, Sheikh Shreemaida. And, you know, uh, according to, uh, you know, many people that uh, the older you get, uh, the wiser you uh, you get. And the, the more hikmah you have, uh, the more you count your blessings. And uh, this only comes through because you're getting wiser. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, we need to inculcate this uh, at, uh, I mean, uh, to our children uh, at a very young age, uh, Sheikh Shreemaida. No, no, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, old age comes with wisdom, Shaf. You must remember somebody that crosses through 50 years coming to now. They've gone through obstacles in life that have to go through, whether it's sickness, whether it's relationships, whether it's work-wise, 
whether mention anything that you want community wise they've gone through all that and when they reach that age of 50 that means they're matured enough to understand what went wrong and how it was resolved so it is good in the house of easter market to keep uh, the elders by us you know they are the people that give us wisdom and teach us and most of the time when they say things they don't just say for the sake of saying it or maybe to uh, put pressure on the youngsters or the young people so they don't enjoy life, but they say things that they know they've gone through that phase in life and they understood uh, through examples of what they learned on when they went wrong, when they went wrong in that in that moment in time. So we need to learn from them and we need to inculcate in the kids, as you're saying, Shaf, to say A, B, C, D means this and this how it works and that's how it goes. And also allow them to express themselves in that actually uh same token where you can be able to see uh, the expression and yet you're still alive and you can still guide them to do right. But don't make your, uh, the kids as, uh, you know, your soldiers or your army in the house that when you come home in the house, shop, they must stand up like army soldiers or must sit quietly, they mustn't speak because you're there. You know, then we lose out uh, on uh, the relation between ourselves and our, and our children because once we miss out on that, if the children cannot see you as a friend, while you're the father, then there's a big problem. Because now they'll come outside the house and they'll meet me in outside the house and I'll give them information that is not right and that is good, that was good at all. And they're going to take that as a teaching that they should be taking life. And yet you, if you have befriended your children, made them, made them close to you, you know, had a good relationship with them, definitely you could have guided them through that to say, listen, we made that Sheikh Maida was saying A, B, C, D, F, D, Daddy, how do you think about it? And you'd be able to say that Sheikh Maida, what I was saying is wrong. You cannot be like that. If you do that, this is what you're going to face. You'd rather be like this, like that, and that way we shape our children, actually, and it will be easier for us to actually train them and teach them proper way of life that when they grow up, each other grow up very responsible children, Chef. You know, Sheikh Shamada, if you think about counting our blessings, and the biggest blessing is uh, that we know our Creator, know He, he that, that knows His heart, knows Himself, and He that knows Himself knows His uh, uh, Creator, that is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And uh, Sheikh, you know, when you remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, I think there's no greater sign than you know remembering Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, calling upon Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's, you know, when Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's favor uh, falls upon you. I mean, you're such a blessed individual that you're protected by angels, you're protected by uh, all the thing that is good. And, you know, people, even the noor uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resonates in the individual's uh, place, uh, face. I mean, and uh, this is what counting your blessings brings about, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You get your links with Allah ta'ala uh, proper. You know, if you actually maintain them and keep them the way they're supposed to be kept, you become a more successful successful person. You don't need to raise your hands to ask anything from Allah Ta'ala. It's like what you're going to get in Jannah. You just wish for something and it comes. The same if you have those good links with Allah Ta'ala and you make a lot of zikr at all the times, you must remember, he said himself, remember me and I'm going to remember you. The meaning is simple. You know, if we are in, if we are in constant remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, then definitely Allah is with angels surrounding us we protected from evils of this dunya we protect, are protected from shaitan and in even in times of calamity we'll be saved just like that you know you'll be sitting at one place that is about to collapse and something will just send you away from there 10 minutes later here where you was that place has sunk Uh, sank down 
and there's a lot of people that forget to position you and guide you on how to do your thing. So let's uh, be purified people. Let's keep uh, that tap of understanding and Lao is the only creator and he's the one, as we say always in Surah Fatiha Shaf, Time. Only to you allow to do we worship and only from you do we seek out. So let's be in that position where we understand that me that only worship is due to Allah Ta'ala and all the benefits and anything that we need, we need to ask Allah Ta'ala Shaf. No, absolutely, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. Directly you call on Allah and He answers your prayer. And yet, the, the important thing, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, we as uh, Muslims are taught uh, to serve humanity, uh, you know, to uh, give glad tidings to humanity. So, you know, service to others, uh, you know, one of the most uh, maybe the profound ways uh, to express our gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is by serving others, you know, of His creation uh, by pleasing Him. Uh, yeah, Sheikh Shoy Maida, your thoughts. No, no, definitely. You know, if you look at Nabi Sallallahu as mentioned on that quite clear and quite frankly, he says, Inna Allah fi awnil abd, al abd fi He says, Allah ties to the, to the service of the servant as long as the servant gives good service to other servants of Allah Ta'ala. So definitely, Shaf, once you start saving humanity, you must remember all those jazakallah that comes from there. Those actions means a lot. Every Jazakallah that comes means a lot that Allah Ta'ala is being thanked, you know, uh, through your efforts, you know. And through your effort, Allah, they are even asking Allah Ta'ala to say, Ya Allah, reward this person the best. You know why I'm saying Allah is being remembered through that? It's simply because if I get something from you, you know, I was looking for it. I'll sit back and say, Ya Allah, I've been making so much to that I must get this. Ya Allah, you gave it to me through Shafat. Ya Allah, you, you reward him all the best. So there's two ways on that, Shaf. Allah has been remembered, as well as the person who done that action has been remembered and also has been actually successfully being sent to Allah to say, Ya Allah, reward uh, this person the best. So that's what we need. You know, our livelihood is about uh, uh, duas and sacrifices for the pleasure of Allah. Who's one time must remember what uh, uh, Ibrahim to say our sacrifices, our, our zakat, our salah, and everything must be only done purely and solely for the pleasure of Allah who the the, the rap of the universe and whatsoever has been created in there. So definitely, Shaf, this is the right way we should be going about things. Now, Shaykh Shoya in every condition, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking for excuses to bless us and to give us a sawab. Like, you know, when it's a time of calamity or time of happiness and, uh, you know, different occasions that we have, uh, Idul, uh, you know, Adha and uh, Idul Fitr, Ramadan and all these, uh, uh, you know, different uh, occasions that you look at, even you're uh, performing your five daily salah, reading your tahajjud salah, your uh, uh, tilawah of the noble Quran and zikrullah. These are, you know, moments of harvesting, you know, blessings upon uh, blessings, uh, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, Allah Ta'ala is so great, you know, and you always open up the doors for us, actually, to get the best, you know, as you say, looks for every excuse to make sure we get rewarded. Look at the time of the disaster, Shaf, when we had uh, uh, those floods. You know, look at amount of actual contribution that came from uh, a minority in the country, which is the Muslim Ummah, you know, when it came to actual donations and actually a charitable work. You know, oh, that was an excuse that Allah brought for us. You know, you see the disaster and he says, now open up your heart. So I reward you the best. Even the person that was holding back to say, I don't want to do anything. At that very moment, we saw the condition. We came, all of us together, you know, as a unit, some 
contributed uh, financially and some took all the time and some took all the time and financially contributed towards that. So it tells you, Chef, that everything allowed us look for that. So look at even our daily uh, actually proceedings. You know, we've got that coin in the morning, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, that follows our salah to Khairu Minanok. Oh, that is another actually uh, angle for us to go back and actually refresh ourselves on the day to say this is a beautiful day. Say, Allah, open this day with a lot of barakah for us and grant us all the best in this day and actually bless us to do things that are always there to please you, Allah. And then at Zohar time again, we go back and we repent for the shortcomings during the morning to that afternoon. And we still go on. It still continues. Say, Allah, grant us the best of the barakah that you actually presented for us for this day. And you carry on up in time. The same goes on until Twisha time, where you go back actually and recall the whole day. If you made any mistakes before you go to Allah, any mistakes on my day, please pardon me as I take myself towards, you know, as you remember, uh, you say, Alhamdulillah, you say, Allahumma bismillah, you know, we actually submit. Say Allah in your name. We try to do things right, and at closing of the day, also you did the same, knowing that you're going into Allah's hands. And thereafter, what happens from there? You know, if you don't wake up tomorrow, your place must be Jannah. And if you wake up tomorrow, you need to start again on the same pattern and doing good and looking for all the opportunities, all the angles that Allah has given you. You have spare time going to hospitals, visit the sick, make dua for them, and come out. Everybody is happy to see you doing that. You know, you meet some desperate people that you know they're suffering, they're struggling, they're nothing. And you have little bases, take it quietly without anybody knowing and give it to them and you move away from there. And that way, Shab, we are actually accumulating the best that Allah has put for us in every angle that is there for us to benefit, inshallah. Oh, well said the Sheikh Shoei Maida. And also, you know, in uh, we, we look at Barakah in uh, in the House of Islam, the blessing, the power, you know, a, a kind of a spiritual boon when the Barakah, and you know, find that Barakah from, uh, Barakah comes from unrem sources. Uh, there's uh, no two ways about that. You know, you may say, hey, but I got little there, but you notice how suddenly everything is in abundance and, uh, you know, people can be going through ca- calamities and this and that. But in the House of Islam, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, it is, uh, you know, it's there. The barakah is there. The uh, uh, bottom line is you connect only. No, no, definitely, Shaf. You know, once you have Allah Ta'ala as, uh, as uh, your support system, your support structure, Shaf, the barakah flows from everywhere. You know, let's give you a good example. On that time when Anabi Sallam did ask the Sahaba or the companions, say, we need some uh, uh, donations to actually reach out to the people that are needy. And uh, at this very moment, if you could remember, uh, Umar bin al-Khattab, he brought half of what uh, he had and he was sitting there and waiting. It was early by Nabi Sallallahu and waiting and saying, today is the day I'm going to see uh, that I've beaten Abu Bakr when it comes to doing good on charitable work, you know, and so that I get more barakah. You know, as he's sitting and waiting, 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 next thing sees Abu Bakr Siddiq is coming uh, with everything that he's got and ask him a question and say, Abu Bakr, what have you left at home? He says, Allah and his Rasul. You know, that's a barakah, to understand the virtues of doing things from the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, from the pleasure of Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You never go wrong, because Allah Ta'ala says, man yarzukuhu min haythu la yahtasib. You know, the one who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is going to actually sustain them from different sources they never expected. So the same manner that Abu Bakr took everything and gave it. 
And Lauta did find other sources to bring back the Barak and the house of Obubakar. And when he went back, he didn't come back screaming. So on a I gave everything. I don't have milk. I don't have butter in my house. I don't have when he went home, everything was just flowing, just as if nothing has been taken out of the house. So it tells you, Shaf, that in giving out, actually in giving charity, no one will get poor, Shaf, as long as it's done for the pleasure of Allah. No, well said. And uh, yeah, I mean, look at the House of Islam, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida. And the very fact, I tell you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I mean, in our salutations alone, in our greetings alone, we're wishing barakah upon barakah upon each other. How beautiful is that, uh, Sheikh? Shaf, actually, you just spoke on one of the most important aspects that sometimes we miss out as Muslims. You know, sometimes you find our brothers, you make salam to them, they just go like, look, once I salam and run away. And I mean, they're not understanding just what you said, the values of salam itself, Shaf. You know, it's, it supersedes everything that you do for the day. You know, somebody imagine they come to you, assalamu alaikum, you know, may Allah be upon you. Salam is one of the names of Allah Ta'ala. Wa rahmatullahi and the the rahma of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa barakatuh and the sustainers and the barakah, may it be upon you. And then I mean, you find somebody running away from this and does not want to answer and respond to this kind of beautiful greeting that comes barakah as well as uh, uh, protection for yourself. Because if somebody gives Allah with you and then his mercy and then his barakah, it means somebody is wishing all the best in this dunya and outside this dunya. So I think this is another wish that we need to inculcate in our people, most of our children and the elders to say, if somebody makes salam, it becomes wajib upon you to respond to that salam. Although sometimes we neglect it and we just, you know, because I think um, uh, this world has overtaken us, so our mind is going to a different direction. What we think about, if I answer this salam, what would be the next question? Or this person, you know, ask me for something. Don't worry about that. What you get is the first thing that the person has given you is the most important thing you should appreciate to say somebody has wished me the best, has wished Allah to be by me, and wished me for Allah's mercy, and has wished me for Allah's barakah. I mean, that's, uh, we'll, never, we'll never find this in another religion, Shaf, besides the house of Islam, inshallah. You know, well said the Sheikh Shoei Even if you look at it, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy on us. I mean, it's a blessing this. You know, we may disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us uh, forbearance and, you know, uh, he just lets us be. But this is the mercy on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon insan. Because imagine if we committed a sin and we were punished immediately, no one will be alive, uh, Sheikh. Chef, I could have, I could have, I could have not, not met you if uh, that was the case. But, you know, Allah leaves us and allows us that we come back and recall what you've done wrong and make tawbah. So the same applies, I mean, to us sometimes we get... Uh, uh, these kind of enmities between ourselves and our brothers. We don't talk to each other for years and years because we, uh, we know the, uh, we crossed each other's path in some way or the other. For years, we don't talk about, we don't talk to one another. We even get involved, we even involve our families not to talk to one another. And yet we know, according to the Sunnah, we are allowed only three days to be upset and angry that you don't talk to the next person. But your brother, you leave them one year, two years, three years, four years. Some even say, you know, ah, he's not my family. You know, I regard him like dead to me. I mean, this is not what should be happening to us Muslims. We need to come together as a family. You know, build those bonds of brotherhood. You know, don't break the ties between your brothers because there's mistakes. Mistakes are there to happen to strengthen us. So once you see that mistake has happened and there's an issue, resolve the issue and come back as a family. Because remember, you know, in even one hadith, it was mentioned that uh, uh, there's a, a, a position where nobody will be forgiven except for the person that does good. And the one that will be punished are the ones 
that actually bears grudges with the brothers for more than three days and those that indulge in alcohol. We know about uh, that saying, Shaf. But now let's come back. Let's forget about the issues that we have. For us to be strong in this dunya, we need to go through uh, some obstacles in life. And these are trials that Allah has put forward for, uh, for us. And this could be from our brothers, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our daughters, our sons, our nephews, our nieces. And you cannot throw them away because simply they gave you a problem that you, you could resolve and you managed to come out of it. You are still alive. There was a problem. You're still alive. Make sure to, to say, I'm still, I'm still alive. I've learned that now I cannot trust my niece or my nephew or my brother with ABC because if I trust him with them, something is going to go wrong. You cannot revive. Now you still keep him as a brother. You know, unfortunately, you cannot choose or buy brothers. They buy blood your brothers. So don't actually throw away or curse your brothers. Bring your families together. And that way, inshallah, once we're together and we stay as a big family united, definitely a lot of barakah will come among us, inshallah. You're talking about barakah and blessings. And, uh, you know, you look at the Noble Quran, you know, there's just an ayat. Uh, inshallah, you can give the Arabic uh, equivalent. It says, uh, surely Allah and his angels are sent blessings upon uh, uh, blessings to the Prophet Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he says, oh, you who believe, do pray. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, do pray Allah to bless uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and send your salams and your your blessings are to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah and his angels are blessed the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So you who believe, bless him too, and give him greetings of peace. I mean, how beautiful that, that, you know, in Allah, Malaikatahu, Salun, Alun, Nabi, Sheikh Shaykh, you take over. You know, definitely, I mean, you look at that, it's a command that started by Allah himself, you know, in Allah, first is Allah Ta'ala wa Malaikati, and his angels, you Salun, Alun, Nabi, they actually send his salutation to his uh, Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that's a blessing, that our Nabi, you know, is actually a na'ma. Uh, and actually status that our Nabi carries before Allah and now after that actually bring it to us the believers to you who believe you also uh, send the salutations and blessings upon to him all of you you know I mean this actually tells you that this deen of us is only a deen that carries a lot of blessings you know there's no cursing in our deen you know our deen is always blessing suffering always alhamdulillah subhanallah wala ilaha illallah wallahu akbar wala hawla wala quwwata illa billahi al-aliyyul azim jazakallahu khair barakallahu fi these are the phrases that we should be using all the time you know but unfortunately you find uh, sometimes so we get carried away and instead of using this uh, nice uh, Actually, words that Allah has given us, we use the Western ones, you know. And uh, I mean, we don't show appreciation. Anything that happens, we start swearing with that. You know, you want to call somebody, you start swearing face and call the person. I mean, this is uh, just not uh, happening in the house of Islam. I think we need to do away from these things. Just remember, <clears throat> our life and livelihood is, is too short. So everything that we do, let's do it only where it pleases Allah want, and let's not do something that displeases Allah in case it's your last uh, appointed time that you could be able to speak. Imagine if you speak wrong words. You know, that is a, that is a taboo. That's a calamity. But if you speak the best of words, then that means everything will go smooth. You know, it says uh, the best of... Uh, uh, of actually uh, words that you speak as a living person. So if you be able to say la ilaha illallah because before you close your eyes, or Allahu Akbar or Subhanallah, it means you actually shows that you was inclined to your Creator and you understood who it is. So we need to understand that, Shah. 
Absolutely, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Great being in your company this evening. Perhaps your parting words before we let you go. You know, once again, Shaf, you know, a beautiful topic. Uh, you know, Allah has given us a lot of uh, blessings and bounties. Close your eyes, open your eyes, you see the bounties and you'll never be able to put a pen to them. And uh, let's always show appreciation to him. And once again, Allah, uh, grant you all the best, Shaf, in this dunya, most especially good health for you and your family. And inshallah, grant you uh, general fidels in the akhir, inshallah. And I want to be next to you there, inshallah. I tell you, Sheikh Shaykh, our du'as. You know, reciprocal and uh, inshallah, inshallah, Allah make it a beautiful exit so that, yeah, we can enjoy the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the world of our reality. Yes, I can uh, also tell you people uh, coming up next will be Morana Salim Karim. But Alhamdulillah, he was so brilliant uh, this morning with these, uh, you know, on uh, the, the program with me on As-Safinatul Jannah that uh, his podcast on uh, the elderly. Inshallah, we'll be playing that for you and you're going to enjoy that and we'll end off the program with that. And I want to thank uh, Tobela for brilliant engineering. Time for us to go for a break and Inshallah, we will continue after that.